Father, King of glory, we pray, we pray that you be with us, O God. Father, let our ears be open, attentive to hear your word, O God. Father, let our ears be open to hear a clear sound in the name of Jesus. Speak through not just our ears, but to our hearts, O God. Father, we just lift up our voice in praise and thanksgiving. For your word says we should enter your presence with praise yes, and thanksgiving and so we come with mm. praise and thanksgiving let's just thank god let's just thank god for the gift of this morning let's thank him for the gift of our life let's thank him for the gift of this gathering let's thank him for the gift of the holy spirit let's thank him for the gift of salvation let's thank him for the gift of let's thank him for the gift of the lord let's thank him for the gift of let's thank him for the right of the son let's thank him for he is the one that daily Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Ijama, and I will be um, leading prayers today. So we continue in the theme of the season. It's a spiritual theme. It's not just an administrative theme. And it's the clear sound, what it means to hear a clear sound, what it means to be tuned to hear a clear sound. And our anchor scripture that we've been, you know, um, using to expound on and to serve as like a baseline upon which the Holy Spirit builds wisdom and knowledge for us to share and to listen is from the book of uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14, 8. And it says, for if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? You know, and as I meditated on this scripture, the Holy Spirit began to remind me of how um, there was a day at work and I was sitting in my office and I was working. And as I was working, just I, I sit in an office um, at the corner by myself. And as I was working, my phone rang. I was very busy. I almost didn't pick up the phone, but I said, okay, it was one of my colleagues. He works in another unit in the, in the office. So I said, okay, I wonder why he's calling me. Let me answer. And I, and I picked up the phone. I was going to make it real short and quick. And he was like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in my office. I didn't know, do we have a meeting? I started checking my calendar to see if I had missed anything because there was an urgency in his voice. Like, where are you? Where are you? And I'm like, I'm in my office. What's happening? He's like, did you not hear the alarm? the fire um the fire time the fire alarm i'm like no he said everyone is downstairs and so i picked up you know my phone thankfully that day the holy spirit had even asked me to wear heel um flats normally i'm that person that is always on on uh, four inch to six inches heels and um i was but for some reason that day i was wearing flats and it very it's a very unusual occurrence and so uh, I could understand why he had asked me because obviously I had to run down. Uh, I'm on the third floor. There's no elevator. And so it was easier for me to get downstairs. Got downstairs, found out that the entire building was empty and everybody had mustard uh, at the end of, of the compound where the mustard point was. And even though it was a fire drill, imagine if it was a real fire alarm. And he was perplexed, like, and everyone was like, how come you only just come in? Didn't you hear the alarm? I said, no, I didn't hear the alarm. You know, so it was spotted, indicated that clearly the alarm was faulty in a sense that the, the aim of an alarm is that it's supposed to reach 
to the ends of that office, wherever you are, whether you're in the toilet, whether you're in an enclosed office, whether you're at an extreme end or whatever, everyone in that premises is supposed to hear the alarm. It's the, the, the office on four floors. So everybody on those four floors, whatever corner of the office you're at, is supposed to hear the alarm. So we start trying to understand, okay, why is it because my door is locked? But yes, I'm still supposed to hear the alarm even if the door is locked. That's the way the alarm is supposed to be sound. It's supposed to be heard by all. And so he reminded me of that. He said, if a trumpet makes an unclear sound, we'll be prepared for battle. So clearly, I did not hear. The alarm wasn't clear. You know, I could have, there, there were different reasons why I did not hear that alarm, but I wasn't prepared for battle, in quotes. And like I said, imagine that it was a real fire, right? Um, so he's, he, you know, and I, as I continue to, to meditate on that scripture, and you know, the Lord speaks to us through different events, occurrences, experiences in our life. And I remembered how every time I sit down in the airports, particularly in the part of the world where I live in Nigeria, um, and I always say to myself, it's funny that the one device we need to work properly in this airport seems not to be working well which is the announcement, the audio system. You know, sometimes the lady is announcing a flight and you're, what airline, what time? You can't hear what she's saying. Sometimes it's either that the sound is muffled, it's not clear, it's not sharp, it's not crisp. And then I don't know if it's me, but a lot of times the, the, the speakers are not even that audible in their pronunciation, in their diction. Sometimes in their bid to try and speak in a certain way that maybe they feel is more uh, appreciated, uh, maybe put on some accents, you lose the entire message. You lose the entire message and you're not able to hear and you find out that you're walking to the ground staff to ask what, what airline, what, what flight is this? What time is it? And I don't know if that hasn't happened to, I'm sure it's happened to a few of us here, you know, but there's also the aspect of, apart from the unclear sound, you being distracted, I haven't ever missed, had to miss a flight because I was distracted, but I know a few people that sit there in the airport, maybe engrossed in reading a book, maybe there's a podcast on their ear, listening to an audio book or something, and their flight is announced. And, you know, somehow they lost track of time, particularly if maybe the flight was delayed and had been delayed for a while. You sort of enter into lethargy because like, mm, I don't even know when this flight is going to take off. Let me just engage myself. And before you know it, you miss the flight, right? So these are instances of sounds either being not clear or even you not being attentive, okay? In secondary school, I went to boarding school in, um, in Nigeria here, it was one of the federal boarding schools. And what was interesting is that, and I know the brother, brother Uche that spoke yesterday also, you know, touched on that a bit from the army perspective, because I think he, he said he had, he had been part of the army. So I was reminded of while we were in school, every time the bell went off, it had a different sound. It had a different sound. So there was the bell that would wake you up, the, the wake up call. There was a bell that would, and we, we used to, it was very crude ways of ringing the bell, right? But everyone understood what he meant. There was the, an old gas cylinder that would be hung up and there's an, a, met, a metal stick that is used to bang on the old gas cylinder. So if you've done youth service in Nigeria, you know what I'm talking about. And they'll ring a different, some, some have pam, 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 and others have bam, 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 bam. So different types of sound, right? And 
those sounds represented something. Each sound represented something. There was one that was calling you to come out for lunch or breakfast or dinner. There was one that was saying it's time for it's time for sports. So uh, physical education. There was one that said it was time to wake up. There was one that said it was lights out. And so you had to understand what each sound represented. Because if you were new, for example, and you did not understand what each sound meant, you could hear the sound that is actually telling you to go and lie down for siesta, and then you stand up and you are dressing up to go for prep. So it's imperative that we understand the type of sound. So it's not enough to just hear a sound. You need to know what type of sound that you are hearing. And so we're going to read, um, there's a scripture. We're going to get into the scripture now. Joel 2.1, and I actually wanted us to read the whole of Joel, but uh, that's the whole of Joel chapter 2, but I'll just read Joel 2.1 and just speak to, to the rest of it. Um, it says, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand. And he went on to talk about uh, the rising of a great and terrible army and the army that, that came forth sort of brought a scourge upon the land, was going to bring a scourge upon the land. In front of them was an Eden, and behind them was a patched and scorched land. So basically, if you watch some of these movies when an army is raiding a place, it's beautiful, it's green, it's luscious, and by the time they pass through that land, everything has been burnt down, you know, everything is gray and ash and all of that. But it goes on to speak about there was a hearing there was a hearing and there was a repentance from the people and the Lord, instead of that, gave them new wine and he gave them fresh oil. So that's a direct product of our ability to listen to the sound. That trumpet, when the trumpet is sound, you need to hear and you need to do so that we don't, you know, you don't find yourself at the back end of, of, of a terrible situation. And that's what God is calling us to this season ability to hear the bible says my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me that's john 10 27 my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me and there's another part of the the gospel that speaks about um if i if the shepherd comes in the, they would open for me because they know my voice do we know the voice of the lord when he speaks to us can we tell can we filter through the voices that are in the world there's a song that I really like in this season by Moses, Moses Bliss, and it goes, in the world of many voices, Lord, I will trust in your precious word. I believe in your name, you know. In, in, a, in a world where everyone is talking, Lord, I delight in your precious word. I believe in your name, you know. And I feel like that song is so up. In a world, so there's so much noise. Everyone that has a social media platform is now an authority, is now a voice that can speak. You know, and everyone is just talking. Everyone is just talking. It's an era, we're in a season of an increase in, in, in knowledge, in appetite for knowledge. Everyone wants to learn. And so you see the rising of the knowledge industry. You see the rising of the coaches. And you do have the ones that have been called and the ones that are authentic. And then you just still have the ones that everyone just wants to speak. Some for the intentions of just gathering and following. Okay. And so there are many voices around us. There's a lot of noise around us. Are we able to discern the voice of the shepherd as his sheep? Are we able to hear his voice? I'm going to be sharing a few examples 
of people who were able to hear a clear sound. And that clear sound was what led them into destiny. The characters of the Bible have been given to us as spiritual intelligence. A locked in them is spiritual intelligence that we are supposed to tap into and to sort of get wisdom, knowledge, insight, strategy for our own life, applicable for our own time. So David had a clear sound and it led him into victory, the type of victory that defies all odds. And David was one person that was so tuned to God. Are we tuned to God? It's like our wavelength frequency. You know the way you would tune a radio to get a certain uh, smooth FM 98.1 or something. Are we tuned to the frequency of heaven so that we are able to hear when the Lord is speaking, when the spirit of God is speaking? David had clear sounds. In 1 Samuel 38, so that's 1 Samuel uh, verse 30, um, chapter 30, verse 8. The Bible says, so David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. I know that there are a lot of us, a lot of Christians, a lot of people that are at that phase where they, they struggle and they're like, I, I want to hear God clearly. I'm not sure that I have that precision in hearing. And so it should be our daily prayer, Lord, let my eyes be open. Let my ears be open to hear that which you are saying to me at every given point in time, per time, per time, that I'm able to walk in your counsel at every given point in my life. And so it continues, that scripture continues as in 1 Samuel 30. It continues towards the end to say to us that then David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives and nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoils or anything which they had, they had been, um, that had been taken from David. David recovered all. That's a direct product of hearing a clear sound. He had inquired, he had listened, he had heard, and he obeyed. There's a process to it. There's a methodology to it. Is it, a, is it enough to just hear the clear sound? What do you do with what you hear? David was a man after God's heart because he walked in obedience like a child. And so whenever he did that, which the Lord asked him to do, he gained victory on every side. Naomi, Naomi heard a clear sound that led her into her destiny of greatness. She went from being just a, 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 a simple Moabite woman you know, into a lineage of greatness. This is even after going through a hopeless and devastating situation. And she had a clear sound because her ability to say to her mother, sorry, actually that was Ruth, not Naomi. Her ability to say to her mother, her mother-in-law, where you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. You know, looking at everything that had happened looking at the entire situation, how she had lost her husband, lost their children. It seemed as if all hope was lost. And sometimes we find ourselves in that situation. And it seems as if we are drowning in the, in the weightiness of what we are going through. And it sort of causes an, an inability to hear, you know, like a drowning man, the last thing 
that he's able to do is to be listening because there's you can't even hear there's water all or or if you swim you you know how muffled it is in in water but her ability to rise above the situations that they had found themselves in and even when her mom-in-law had given her a gateway to say go go you know and her sister-in-law oprah kissed the mom and said okay bye moving on there's nothing here show it's over Ruth clung on to her and said, look, I'm staying with you. Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. And so you begin to wonder, what, what did she know? You know, it's times like this, you say, Ruth must have known something that we didn't know. She must have known something that we didn't know. And you see it across the Bible with a lot of people that were able to, to, to make massive strides of faith. It's not because the situation around them was perfect. It's not because it seemed like the logical steps to take. No, a lot of times the steps that they took seemed rather irrational and illogical. And if, if it was in our day, someone would say to them, mm, I beg, give yourself brain now. This thing doesn't make sense. You self-see, hasn't God given us brain for something? You know, we'll come up with very logical um, reasons why it seems like that move is not the right move. You know, you say, you self, can't you see? Does someone have to tell you? But you see, when you're hearing a clear sound in the spirit, the, your commensurate action, your action is, doesn't seem commensurate to the situation around you. The steps that you will decide to take will not add up to those that are looking and those that are not hearing that sound as you. Rahab must have heard a clear sound, a sound from a place of the spirit, a discernment, a discernment that saved her family from impending doom. And then he recorded her as one of the heroic women of faith and even secured her a spot in the lineage of Jesus. This is from being a, a, a prostitute living in, in a, in, a, in a city where, you know, there was corruption, where there was no knowledge of God. What did Rahab know that others around her did not know? It was her ability to tune into a wavelength in the spirit and download from the Lord that which he was speaking at that time. And so when she heard that clear sound, she moved in faith and her faith secured a spot for her and her family in a promised land that could have easily eluded her. Peter heard a clear sound when he defied, and in his hearing a clear sound, he defied the laws of the earth and walked on water. Matthew 14, 28, a story we all know from childhood. And Peter, Peter called unto the Lord, is that you? Lord, is that you? If it is you, command me to come to you. Ask me to come and meet you in the water. And then Jesus said, come. Peter stepped out of the boat and began to walk on water. And so when we look at all these examples, we can go on and on and on, but time will fail us as the scripture says. Esther must have heard a clear sound after fasting that gave her strength and courage to approach the king and make demands that could have ordinarily you know, taken her life. Daniel heard the clear sound after praying and sleeping. Sometimes you need to pray. Sometimes you need to watch and pray. 
Sometimes you need to fast and pray. Sometimes you need to pray and sleep. And then the Lord will give you dreams and visions. But in all that you do, your eyes, your ears, your nose, every senses, every sen um, organ of sense, whether physical or spiritual that has been given to you, has to be open and attentive to hear the sound. So what do you need to hear a clear sound? You need to hear with your ears. So with your ears, you're able to hear prophecy. What is the Lord saying in this season? Even if it's through his prophets. Okay, you might say, oh, I don't hear as clearly as uh, Prophet Tommy or Prophet, or Prophet Isi or Prophet Babs, but they're speaking. You know the prophets of God that he has given to us. Are you able to hear the prophetic word concerning the times and the seasons? Are you able to, to, to find the prophetic times even written in the Bible and applying it to our generation? Each generation has in the Bible its own place, its own spot. For the Bible is not an outdated book of stories. The Bible is a book that still speaks to the generations to come, highlighting things that are yet to come in alignment with the will of God. Are you able to hear the Logos, the written word of God? It's loaded with spirit. The Bible says that my word is spirit and is life. It's not just letters on a page. It is spirit and it's life. With your eyes, you need your eyes for, to hear a clear sound. And I'm sure some English teacher will be cringing here. To hear a clear sound, you need your ears, right? But in the things of the spirit, it, it, it doesn't work with, with, with our physical eyes. But we see, you need your eyes to hear a clear sound, your ability to see visions, your ability to have dreams, just like as prophesied in Joel 2.28. In the last days, you know, my spirit will be poured out upon all flesh. Your, young, your old men would dream dreams. Your young men will have visions. What else do you need to hear a clear sound? Knowledge knowledge you need the knowledge that comes from the spirit of god to understand the different types of sounds when we started this morning i spoke about the different types of sounds then in, in, in my school when the bell the bell chimes you need to know what each sound means there's a sound that is calling you to battle there's a sound that is calling you to to march forward there's a sound that is calling you to retreat each sound unique in its way each sound carrying its own specific message from heaven. And so you need the knowledge that comes from the spirit of God. What do we do to gain this knowledge? You spend time with the word, you study the word, you digest the word, you chew on it, you meditate on it, you dwell on it. And then you pray on it so that the word begins to, you know, reveal, the spirit of God begins to reveal the hidden, the hidden mysteries locked up in the word. What else do you need to hear a clear, clear sound? You fast and pray. And that's what we're doing right now in prayer rain. That's what this season is all about. Your ability to fast is positioning yourself to feast from the place of the spirit to feast on the word of God. We need to be like the sons of Issachar, understanding the times and the seasons, but it doesn't come today that are distracted. 
it comes today that are able to retreat, retreat, wake up in the wee hours of the morning where everywhere is quiet and clear and begin to download Rema from God, begin to download wisdom applicable for this age. Your ability to be expectant, you need that to be able to hear a clear sound because if you're not listening for the sound, you won't hear. Who knows? Maybe even if that alarm in my office was faulty and I was told that day, there's going to be a fire drill at 2 p.m. Who knows? I may have heard it. It's a psychological thing. Sometimes your phone might be by your side and you may not hear it. But if you're expecting an important call, even when your phone is on silent that day, you'll be able to hear every call. You will hear vibration, silent vibration, you will hear it. So our expectation is called to bear to enable us hear a clear sound because we are not, we are not uh, supposed to just be coasting. We are watchmen. What does a watchman do? You are attentive, you are an alert. You're not supposed to be sleeping. You shouldn't be caught off duty. It's important for you to hear a clear sound. So you sharpen your spirit in a place of fasting and in a place of prayer. You fast off food, fast off sleep, fast off social media, whatever it is that clogs your mind, whatever it is that makes you drowsy, clumsy, you're not able to move quickly on the highway of the spirit, on the path of the spirit. You take it down, you pull it down, pull it down, you pull it down. So how do we ensure that we hear? How do we ensure that we hear? We, we know what we need to hear, but what are the, the steps that we need to take to set ourselves up to hear when the sound goes off? So I asked you this morning, what is your spiritual feeding system? What is your spiritual feeding system like? We, we have our, our uh, the, the way we eat. So the natural food that we eat, we have a feeding system. Some people are healthy eaters. You eat vegetables, you eat fruits, you know, you know how to do an intermittent fast. Don't eat till maybe 12 noon. When you eat, drink green tea uh, and all of that. Don't eat beyond 7 p.m. We have it all worked out. But when it comes to the things of the spirit, we, we don't. We don't have a spiritual feeding system. We don't, we, we're not able to, to say that this is the way I do. Some people, their feeding system could be, oh, I junk, pizza, this, 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 but you have some sort of system. So it is imperative that we set our spiritual system in place now, if, we, if you don't already have one. And I, I can, and I trust that a lot of people already have their spiritual feeding system. They know that, oh, at a certain time, I would wake up and I would eat. I would eat the word of God. I would eat, drink from the, the wellsprings of life. When do you eat? What time do you eat? What, what do you eat? What do you consume? When you arise, do you have a message already waiting that you can't wait to download? Oh, there was something that this, you know, this person preached that I just can't wait to listen to it, you know? Do you plan? Do you plan for the meals that you're going to put inside your spiritual system? Does the food have nourishment? Are you listening to the nourishing word of God? Are you reading the, or, or you're just sort of, you know, junk feeding anything that goes by you? These are things that we need to, for you to hear a clear sound, you have to have a good spiritual feeding system. What is your posture like? Are you just, and I spoke to this a bit, are you just 
you know, costing, faffing around? Or are you attentive, waiting to inquire, just like David? Do you have a posture of, let me ask. If I ask, I will get an answer. And do we ask and wait for an answer? Or do we ask and sort of move on to the next prayer point? What is your positioning? Are you by the brook? Are you by the brook to receive instructions like Elijah? Elijah was by the brook and there he got instructions for his next move. And here the brook for us could represent the spirit of God because the spirit of God is usually typified by water. Are you by the spirit, the Holy Spirit that Jesus says, let me leave so that he will come and, I'll, and he will teach you all things. He will teach you all things. We are not without knowledge. We are not without wisdom. We are not without strategy because the Holy Spirit is with us. He's called our helper. He's called our advocate, the paracletos. He's the wisdom of God. He's the knowledge of God. He's the might of God. He's the power of God. He's the strength of God. He's the force of heaven and he's made available to us. Are we by the brook? How do we respond to a clear sound? Okay, you've heard the sound, what next? The alarm could go off and you still lay in bed. You switch it off, you put the blanket over your head and you sleep. But what is your response to a clear sound? You arise, you arise and shine. And that's when the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. You arise and shine when you hear a clear sound. You strategize like Esther when you hear a clear sound. You comfort like the dry bones in the valley in Ezekiel 37 when you hear a clear sound. You break forth like Lazarus out of the grave when he heard the clear sound of Jesus calling him forth, Lazarus, comfort. You break forth from death. You push through and you build like Nehemiah when you hear a clear sound. You defy the odds like Peter who walked on water when Jesus called him and he heard the voice of Jesus. A clear sound. You apply faith like Rahab and you save the spies. You walk in wisdom because you know that what you're hearing is the sound of heaven. You gather yourself like Ruth. Gather yourself and do what you're supposed to do even if it looks like the wrong thing in the eyes of those that are looking, they don't hear the sound that you hear. You contend and you prevail like Jacob who, who wrestled all night when his heart was full of discernment that this place, the Lord is here. And then finally you put on your armor and you get ready for battle. When that sound goes up, your armor is, you, you, you're gathered. Your waist is gathered with, the, with, with truth. Your, you have your breastplate of righteousness is in place, is strapped on, is tight. Everything is in place. Your shield of faith, your helmet of salvation, the sword of God, that's the word. The sword of the spirit, the word of God. That's what you do when you hear a clear sound. And so now we will pray from a place of revelation and our prayer is very simple. It's simple, but you see, sometimes there's just so much power in the simplicity of a sentence or a word when there's revelation. It, it has a whole new meaning. And our first prayer point right now is, Lord, open my eyes to see and my ears to hear. Proverbs 20, 12. 
it says ears that hear and eyes that and eyes that see the lord has made them both let's unmute and begin to declare and let's begin to cry out to the lord lord open my eyes to see open my ears to hear that i can that i see and i hear all that the lord is speaking in this season maladik harabados atala bradadish Pakata yi palamados akia badadish ataya. Libra dados akita da badakala bradadusaha. Liba kusa patana badish ataya. La bradados akila bradadish atala. Matikala. Rabba 
a heart that descends a heart that you know is is in tune with god you 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 know what to do you don't know how to explain it to people around you but you just sort of know there's a knowing in you it's called discernment the ability to discern and we're going to be praying for this the, the gift it's a gift of the holy spirit you know the gift of discernment and we can ask for this gift because god is a the bible says he's the father of all good gifts he's the father of all good gifts and he's our father so you know when we remind, we, we are reminded of scriptures that says if you an earthly father is able to give good gifts to your child what about god the righteous loving marvelous wonderful excellent father of the heavens and the earth what more when you ask him for the gifts of righteousness let's just begin to declare and let's begin to ask the lord lord give me a heart that descends give me the spirit of discernment that is knowing I know that which you are speaking at every given point in time yes 
Japan. I was like, what's Japan? She was like, oh, don't you know? Japan is like, take off, leave Nigeria, go to Canada, find greener pastures. Like, literally 50% of the people I know are processing new passports for themselves, buying citizenship, you know? And in all of that, it's beautiful, it's fine and good, but we are not without, mm, we are not without knowledge. We are not without discernment. We, we need to know what it is that the Lord is saying at every given point. We need to be able to locate ourselves on the map of the Bible. What time is this? The Bible has spoken about this time. The Bible has spoken about this place. The Bible has spoken about this generation. We should be able to find ourselves on that map. And in that mm. finding, knowing what the next step should be. We're not supposed to be troubled like the world because we know what they don't know. That's why we must have a spirit of discernment so that when every, everything else around you does not make sense, but you know that this thing is part of the script. You know that this thing either has to be fought down or this thing has to be endured, but you know it is in that knowing that you're able to stand strong and take the right posture required. There's different postures required for different seasons of trials, like we see in the days that we live in today. 
there's some posture of I'm going through the fire, but the Lord is going in with me. Hmm. So the Hebrew boys that were in the fire or Daniel in the, in the lion's den, he didn't stop them from entering into that bad situation. He allowed them. There's the season of going through <laughs> death. That was Lazarus. And he said, I will stop Lazarus from dying, but I will bring him out from the dead. But there's a season of rising up in strength and being healed that the sickness is not unto death. But we need to know there's a discerning that allows mm -hmm. us to know. Is it a season to ask for grace to go through? Or is it a season to resist and to fight it, not to back down and to stand up triumphant? It's in a place of discernment. It's in a place of hearing a clear sound. It's a place of knowing, not the knowing of the world, not the knowledge that comes from CNN or CNBC or AIT or whatever channels we watch, not the knowledge that comes from social media, not the knowledge that comes from newspapers, not the knowledge that comes from the kings of the world, the cosmos. It's the knowledge that comes from the king of kings, the Lord of lords, who has given us his wisdom and his knowledge through the power of the spirit. And so we begin to declare that, Lord, let there be an infilling of the Holy Spirit in our midst in the name of Jesus. when we hear the clear sound, we need faith and courage to move. It is not enough to hear the clear sound. We need faith and courage to move. So we are asking in this season, Lord, you give us the faith and courage to do that which you ask us to do. Even when we hear the clear sound, 
Mada dos akara dada ha. Mikasha rando samraha. Lesoko ha ha. Lord, we will not be lethargic. Lord, we will not be lazy. Lord, we will not be obstinate. Randa makasha madha ha. Jesus, 
And the final prayer for today will be, even as we hear the clear sound, even as we have the, an eyes that can see, ears that can hear, a heart that can discern, even as we rise up in faith and courage, we ourselves stand as the watchman, giving the clear sound to others. There's nothing that the Lord does for a man that he does for just him. He calls the man, and when he calls the man, he calls the man to a people. He calls the man to a tribe. He calls the generations of the man to come. And so we just pray, Father, Lord in heaven, that even we ourselves become a conduit through which the sound is heard. Mm. The conduit through which everyone around us hear the sound of heaven, hear the voice of heaven. We ourselves yes. become the shofar blowers, blowing the sound. For the Lord will not do a thing except he finds a man here on earth. That mm -hmm. Lord, you will find us worthy to blow the sound, to sound the alarm, and to raise up the army of the Lord, even at the times that we are in, oh God. Let's just lift up our voice and say, Lord, make me a sound maker. Make me a shofar blower, oh God. Give me a clear sound that I may become the, the person that gives a clear sound to those around me. Clear prophecy, mm. pre precision and accuracy in delivery of the word of God. Amen. This is our prayer. This is our prayer Amen. this morning, oh God. This yes. is our prayer this morning. Blessed be your holy name, Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, Thank you Father. Thank you. Be glorified. Be magnified. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be magnified. Let's just bless the name of God. Let's just bless the name of God. Let's just say thank you, Father. Thank you for the visitation. Thank you for the visitation. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Thank you for the move of the Spirit in our lives. Thank you for the transformation of our lives. Thank you for the healing of our ears and our eyes. Thank you for our heart of discernment, O oh God. Thank you for courage and faith arising. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you. God bless everyone. God bless you. Thank you very much. Have a great day, everyone. I'll see you at 11 p.m. tonight. See you. Okay, bye now. Bye. God bless you all. Thank you.